Welcome to Zichud Daf Simani. My Rabbi Avram Goldai, and there Mosekas Kedushin Daf Mem Ches. The second parak is Mekadesh. The Zichud Mosekas Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazaka Satorah. This is going to be an abbreviated cheer. So the three dots we're going to focus on them. When a bracelet discusses a woman who handed gold to a craftsman and said, "Aseli Shirim Nezami Utabaos, make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with this." And in return, I'll become married to you. Ramir says she's married as soon as he makes them and gives them to her. But the Chalmers say, as the Gemara explains, that she's only married if he gives her other money. But this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. The Gemara initially assumes that everyone who holds Yeshnel Eschir's Metchil Batsov, Milva, wages become owed from the beginning of the work until the end. Every pruta's worth of work becomes owed to the laborer as it's done, rendering each pruta a debt to the craftsman until he gives her the finished product. If so, they argue if Kedushin with the loan is effective. Several alternative interpretations are offered, the first being that all great condition with the loan is ineffective, and they argue when a laborer earns his wages. Ramir holds, wages only become owed at the end when the work is completed, and he's makadosh with the improvements to her item. The Chachamim hold, he earns wages as he works, and they accumulate as debts until he's finished. Point number two, the final interpretation of the Malchokas is, a case where the jeweler added a gemstone of his own to the jewelry he was fashioning. This reflects a Malchokas and another Bryce in which both Rabbi Nas and Rabbi Yudah Nasi say that a craftsman who says to a woman, be married to me, as payment for the work I'll do for you, the condition is endowed because the wages are owed as debts as he works, as explained before. Rabbi Nasi adds, and if he added a gemstone of his own, she's married. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Nasan holds, Nova Upruta, when one gives both a loan and a Pruta for Kedushin, Daita Milva, her mind is on the loan, not the Pruta, so the Kedushin is invalid. Rabbi Yudha Nasi holds, Daita Pruta, her mind is on the Pruta, so the Kedushin is valid. And pointing with you, the next mission states that one who says, Be married to me with this cup of wine, and it was later found out to be honey, not wine, or the reverse, or he offered her a gold dinner and it was discovered to be silver, or the reverse, or he married her on condition he's wealthy and turned out to be poor, or the reverse, the Kedushin is invalid. Rabbi Shimon says, If he misled her to her benefit, she's married. The Gemara objects that presumably Rabbi Shimon agrees with the Mishnah that if someone sold wine and it was discovered to be vinegar or the reverse, either side can retract even when the buyer receives something more valuable than he sought. This proves that some people prefer vinegar to wine according to their needs. So why is Kedushin valid where she was misled to her benefit? The Gemara ultimately explains that the cases where she told a shaliach, go receive Kedushin from Plony who told me to marry him with a silver dinar, and the shaliach accepted a gold dinar. The Tanakama holds Kveda, her statement is an insistence on accepting silver, and anything else is against her instructions. Rabbi Shimon holds Mari Makimilo, she was merely showing the shaliach that she agrees to accept the silver dinar, but she would accept gold as well. So once again, the three points are number one. A Brisa discusses a woman who handed gold to a craftsman and said, Aseli Shirim Nizami Tobos, make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with this, that Kadeshin Ilacha, and in return I'll become married to you. Ramir says she's married as soon as he makes them and gives them to her. But the Chalmers say, as the Gemara explains, that she's only married if he gives her other money. But this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. The Gemara initially assumes that everyone who holds Yeshnel Eschir's Metchil Batsov, Milva, wages become owed from the beginning of the work until the end. Every pruta's worth of work becomes owed to the laborer as it's done, rendering each pruta a debt to the craftsman until he gives her the finished product. If so, they argue if Kedushin with the loan is effective. Several alternative interpretations are offered, the first being that all great condition with the loan is ineffective, and they argue when a laborer earns his wages. Ramir holds, wages only become owed at the end when the work is completed, and he's makadosh with the improvements to her item. The Chachamim hold, he earns wages as he works, and they accumulate as debts until he's finished. 
Point number two, the final interpretation of the Malchokas is, a case where the jeweler added a gemstone of his own to the jewelry he was fashioning. This reflects the Malchokas and another price in which both Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Yudah Nassi say that a craftsman who says to a woman, be married to me, as payment for the work I'll do for you, the condition is invalid because the wages are owed as debts as he works, as explained before. Yudah Nassi adds, and if he added a gemstone of his own, she's married. The Gemara explains that Rabbi Nassim holds, when one gives both a loan and a pruta for kedushin, her mind is on the loan, not the pruta, so the kedushin is invalid. Rabbi Yudah Nassi holds, her mind is on the pruta, so the kedushin is valid. And pointing with you, the next mission states that one who says, Be married to me with this cup of wine, and it was later found out to be honey, not wine, or the reverse, or he offered her a gold dinner and it was discovered to be silver, or the reverse, or he married her on condition he's wealthy and turned out to be poor, or the reverse, the kedushin is invalid. Rabbi Shimon says, If he misled her to her benefit, she's married. The Gemara objects that presumably Rabbi Shimon agrees with the Mishnah that if someone sold wine and it was discovered to be vinegar or the reverse, either side can retract even when the buyer receives something more valuable than he sought. This proves that some people prefer vinegar to wine according to their needs. So why is Kedushin valid where she was misled to her benefit? The Gemara ultimately explains that the cases where she told a shaliach, go receive Kedushin from Plony who told me to marry him with a silver dinar and the shaliach accepted a gold dinar. The Tanakhama holds Kveda, her statement is an insistence on accepting silver and anything else is against her instructions. Rabbi Shimon holds Mari Makimilo, she was merely showing the shaliach that she agrees to accept the silver dinar but she would accept gold as well. Alright, so now we get our Simadaf Memches and her standard simon is a brainiac. A brainiac. A brainiac is a highly intelligent person. So here goes. The brainiac craftsman who initially didn't know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become Mikudesh's to him quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid. Recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine and it turned out to be honey. Once again, slow motion. The brainiac, brainiac, that must learn duff. Memchas, that brainiac craftsman who initially didn't know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become the Kudeshes to him, which reminds us that Bryce discusses a woman who handed gold to a craftsman and said, make for me bracelets, earrings, or rings with this, and in return I'll become married to you. Rabbi Meir says, Rabbi Meir says she is married as soon as he makes them and gives them to her. But the Chambisei, as the Gemara explains, that she is only married if he gives her other money, but this jewelry would not affect Kedushin. So the brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came to a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and should become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid. Which reminds us, the final interpretation of the Malchokas is a case where the jeweler added a gemstone of his own to the jewelry he was fashioning. This is likened to another Malchokas when one gives both a loan and a pruta for Kedushin. Is the woman's mind on the loan, not the pruta, so the Kedushin is invalid, or is her mind on the pruta, so the Kedushin is valid? So the brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and she'll become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid, recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine and it turned out to be honey. Which reminds us, the next mission says, the one who says, be married to me with this cup of wine, and it was later found out to be honey, not wine, or the reverse. Or he offered her a gold dinner and it was discovered to be silver, or the reverse, or he married her on condition. He's wealthy and he turned out to be poor, or the reverse. The condition is invalid. Rabbi Shimon says, if he misled her to her benefit, she is married.
So once again, the brainiac craftsman who initially did not know how to react when a woman came into a shop with gold and told him to make her a ring and should become Mikudesh's to him, quickly computed that he should add a gemstone of his own to the ring to make the Kedushin valid, recalling how his last Kedushin flopped horribly when he was Mikudesh a woman with wine, and it turned out to be honey. All right, so that concludes today's share. This is Ray Ramgold from Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.